Coming up in Endpoint Zone 1808, we are going to show you some amazing things around migration to Microsoft 365. In fact, we're going to show you a tool from one of our partners named EBF, which is the actual tool that the customer behind us used as they migrated from an existing MDM into Intune. And we're going to walk you through how the tool works and help you understand how you can use it today. So if you want to see how you can migrate your users into Microsoft Intune and M365 like this, take a watch of the show. Hey, welcome to Endpoint Zone 1808. Brad, welcome back to the studio. Fantastic to have you here, as always. August, it's amazing. I know, it's beautifully sunny outside. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I was a just, great time. just meeting with a bunch of the interns, and uh, they were talking about, is, is, uh, is, is, is the summer in Seattle always this beautiful? I said, oh, Seattle's always, always this beautiful. They don't know we bring the interns in in the summer when it's always sunny. So. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why we're so good at clouds <laughs> here. It's always raining, so yeah. we've always got the inspiration out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Coming up in this episode of the show, we're actually going to look at um, something that our customers have been asking us for yeah. um, for quite a while, which is how do we make it easy to migrate over into the Microsoft 365 stack? Pretty amazing stuff. And we've got uh, EBF. Um, coming in and showing us the EBF onboarder tool for Microsoft Intune helps you migrate from an existing MDM over to Intune. Mm -hmm. Pretty uh, pretty cool stuff. But before we actually get there, why do you think it is that so many customers are actually trying to migrate over to M365 right now? Yeah, Simon and I were, were talking about what we wanted to talk about in, in this in this month's episode of Endpoint Zone. It just happened to be that we were just on like an extraordinary number of emails. Mm from customers and from our field asking, you know, what's the recommended way to migrate or how do I migrate? What's the, what's the easiest way to do it? And so it just felt like it was really time to kind of talk about that. Yeah. And what we're seeing right now is literally millions and millions of devices are migrating from existing solutions into, uh, into EMS. And, 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 you know, we really don't see customers deploying Intune. Customers are really deploying Microsoft 365 and, and, and EMS. In fact, you know, what we see is if you take a look at the tens and tens of millions of licenses that have been sold of Intune, it's, it's low single digit that have been bought standalone. They're all bought via Microsoft 365 because customers want that holistic view, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what we've been, what we've been seeing here is, is a couple of key things that are causing IT to really kind of step back and say, do we really have the right strategy? Do we really have the right technology in place to enable us to do what we need to to advance the business? Mm -hmm. I think there's a couple of key trends that are driving some of the decisions. First and foremost, you know, organizations are really stepping back and saying, how do we change and how do we advance the culture and how do we bring this modern culture of work? You know, we are just at a time where the war of talent and the war to keep, you know, retain and then mm -hmm. keep talent is just extraordinarily difficult. And so users, employees expect a level of productivity, a level of engagement with the organization. And IT has to think about how they deliver that. Yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a fundamental piece. If you think about the way people work today, the devices that you use really are a big part of your engagement with the company that you work for. It really is fundamental. And, and that just becomes key. It's just not about making your users more productive or more effective, but it's, you know, how do you enable them to work in teams? How do you enable to unlock their creativity? And how do you give them this work experience that, that they love? That's kind of key number one. I think the other key trend here is it has it revolves around security. You know, back in the day, which wasn't that long ago, all the, all the data, all the applications were behind the firewall, so we'd build these perimeter-based security models, and they were great. You mm -hmm. know, they, they, they served us well. But times have just changed. You know, what we see now is the data's moved outside of the firewall, it's yeah. in the cloud, it's in SaaS services, and so that perimeter-based security model is just no longer effective. The other thing that's driving this is just the sophistication and the 
um, rate at mm -hmm. which we're seeing the attacks come in. Um, and so, you know, what we see right now is that perimeter-based security model is just no longer effective when you have to take in the holistic solution of have to protect the data on-prem, have to protect the data in the cloud, have to protect the data on mobile devices, have to protect it while it's all in transit. And organizations have to change how they think about security. So we talk about an identity-driven security model. And it's interesting, Forrester, a couple of months ago, um, published a report that talked about how the cloud titans are entering security and are going to reshape the security market. And we've, we fundamentally have believed this for a long time. In today's world, organizations have, must, must have clouds backing them with security solutions in place because there's no way human hands can do it on their own any longer. Yeah, there's just too much data to analyze. Well, exactly. And so the new modern way we think about security is you have to think about looking in all of the signal, okay, all the telemetry, all the data that, that, that comes into organizations to find those points of interest, mm -hmm. you know, the things that are of interest, the things that are important in that sea of data that tell you that there is something suspicious happening mm -hmm. and then be able to in real time be able to enforce policies like conditional access to block it. And so the need to delight users and, and, and create that and deliver that modern um, culture of work, the need to make sure that you're able to protect and secure given the, the attacks and the threats that we see today. And so that's why we built Microsoft 365. And so as you think about Microsoft 365, it's that bringing together of a set of cloud services. Windows delivered as a cloud, Office 365, and then Enterprise Mobility and Security, which is management and security for your data, your devices, your cloud services, all delivered as services. And what we've done here over the last five years as we built this is all these cloud services have been engineered to work together. And so what that means is, you know, Windows knows about Office, knows about Intune, knows about Azure Active Directory, knows about our CASB solution. And as we detect something that is suspicious, they're able to work across themselves to defend, to identify when the threat is, to, to, to then take action. And what that allows organizations to do is allows them to simplify. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the key things I hear from every leader I, I meet with is, help me simplify. And as we think about simplify, I think simplification brings two, well, three, major benefits to the company. One, you're actually more secure. Mm -hmm. A more simple infrastructure is a more secure infrastructure, and it's just a principle. You know, as I look at the red team attacks that I you know, get a chance to see from across Microsoft, or I look at attacks that customers have shared with me, inevitably there is some place where there is some complicated set of configurations or the environment's too complex, and there's a seam mm -hmm. that attackers can get into, so you're more secure. Yep. Second, a more simple infrastructure always leads to a better solution for your users. It's mm -hmm. just, it just makes sense. Yeah. Just easier. Yeah. And then third, I think simplicity makes IT more agile. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. Let me give you just a fascinating thing that, that Simon and I saw. If you take a look at the screen here at this particular slide. You know, so last summer I was out doing some customer visits, and one of the customers I was meeting with actually walked in with this particular chart. And this is a chart that shows all of the vendors that kind of play in security, security management, identity protection, data protection. And it's in a really it's really a nice slide that was put together. And then what they had done is they had gone and circled every one of the products that they use. And they said, help us understand how we can consolidate, get a more simple infrastructure, get a, more be you know, a better infrastructure. And then it was just fast. We sat down, we went kind of one by one and went through, well, Microsoft 365 can replace this and that. And what we were able to do is, um, you know, in the case of, for example, as they deployed out Windows 10, they eliminated by more than two-thirds the number of agents that they were putting on the device. Mm, wow. And that is immediately translated to a faster boot, mm -hmm. better experience, faster resume time, longer battery life. But you know, this is the kind of thing that Microsoft 365 delivers. It helps you to understand how you can consolidate, have a more simple, a more secure, more agile solution, because we've got all these cloud services working together. Yeah. And so one of the things I would just encourage all of you to try 
download a chart like this, circle all the things that you're using. On average, the enterprise organization has deployed 60 of these products. Wow. That's, I mean, that's just a ridiculous level of complexity. There's no way that you can have an agile infrastructure no. and not have complexity with 60 different products deployed. Yeah, that's, that's Circle them and then take a look at what things you can consolidate with Microsoft 365 and I'll guarantee you'll find that you can eliminate a lot of these. And that's what the key thing that's been driving this. You get that wonderful Office 365 experience across all your devices, mm -hmm. Windows, iOS, Android, Mac. You get all the management and security and that all is, is, is playing across all of those with a real focus on identity. I think that, that really does explain why so many customers are actually gravitating over towards M365 as a solution. Yeah, and let's give you a couple of numbers to kind of just kind of like ground that in terms of what we're actually seeing. So, you know, in the last couple of days, you know, we announced, you know, some of our, our latest earnings and we talked about some of the latest numbers. You know, now if I take a look at EMS, there are more than 85,000 unique customers, more than 80 million licenses. That's more than a 50% growth on both of those numbers. Uh, what's amazing to me, though, is the growth in usage. Mm -hmm. You know, if I take a look at the growth in usage of, say, Intune, it grew by more than 300% in the last 12 months. Yeah. I look at this combination of Windows, iOS, Android, Mac devices that are being managed by Config Manager and Intune, it's more than 135 million. Wow. And so we just have this incredible ability to take a look at what's happening around the world and take action to help organizations protect and secure themselves. And that's, those are just phenomenal, unbelievable numbers. And so people are migrating to this, and that's why it'd be important to talk about how to get there. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring, bring on uh, Nico from EBF, and uh, we're going to ask Nico some questions around um, what EBF Onboarder for Intune does and how it works, and just frankly, how many um, customers are being migrated and how many devices are being migrated with it. And uh, we're also going to take a real uh, good look at the tool itself and show you some of that. So we'll be back in just a second uh, with Nico. Welcome, Nico. Hello. Hi. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for being here. So what is it about um, EBF that people are, are really kind of um, EBF onboarder that they're really looking for? Um, what's, the, what's the thing that's driving them to need this kind of a tool? Well, um, most of the customers have the, um, the need to um, move from the previous um, MDM system to Intune and um, are searching for a um, smooth way with um, less impact for their, um, for their users. Their users. Yeah, it is really, I think it really is about making that end user experience easy to move between platforms because it gets them to be a little bit tricky, doesn't it? And that's why I think customers really kind of started to feedback that they needed I just want to simplify it, make it as simple as possible. Yeah, it yeah, really exactly. does come down to that. So how many customers are uh, kind of, how many devices are customers migrating? What's the biggest one that you've done? The biggest one um, when I was um, Accenture was uh, 125,000 devices. Wow, that's quite a lot of devices. And what was the length of time that you kind of took with that? Uh, I guess it was about um, three months. Wow, so 125,000 devices <coughs> in three months. Yeah. I have to say that I, every morning I would come in and look at how many had been migrated <laughs> overnight. It was just amazing to watch it. That's yeah. really, really amazing. And have you worked with, I mean, obviously there's, there's different, um, deployment options that people have used for the devices. Some people have devices that their end users have enrolled. Um, lots of people use um, Apple's DEP enrollment program. Can you deal with things like DEP? That must be a bit tricky. Yeah, sure. Um, we already have a customer with um, Apple DEP enrolled devices, um, Booth Allen, mm -hmm. and it works quite good. Wow, okay, so Booth Allen has migrated their DEP devices as well. That's pretty fantastic that they've actually been able to get there. What do you think the that an average customer is kind of able to migrate in the space of a week? Well, it's up to uh, 7,000 devices a week. Wow, 
and the service can and, and that, that's the average. I mean, I, I've watched yeah. some of these customers where I gain 10, 11, 12,000 a week and kind of like, I mean, like, that's, that's a beautiful day. That's a beautiful yeah. week. That is, yeah, it's a pretty f phenomenal yeah. kind of tool to be able to, to do that. You guys must be, um, you must be pretty happy with the position that uh, EBF is in at this moment with, uh, with the onboarder. Yeah, we are, for sure. That's pretty cool. Um, so we actually talked a little bit earlier. Um, I think it's always useful to explain the, the architecture of the way that this works and what the, what the journey really looks like. Um, for IT and for the customer. But what I'm going to just show you is the way that this works. We're going to have a, a device over here, fantastic uh, drawing of, a, uh, of an iPad. And on that device, we've obviously got a couple of things. We've got uh, a mail client and we've got a browser. And this device is going to be managed by an existing MDM. So I'll just put an MDM up here. Okay. And we'll have a relationship between those two devices where they're talking to each other. So in the case of um, as wanting to use EBF on border to migrate over to Microsoft Intune. Obviously, we're still going to have Intune out there. And we're also going to have EBF. So what this tool does is inside of the EBF console, you actually um, go in and onboard your users. It talks to your existing MDM and finds out which users you've got. Then it allows you to send an email or a notification down to your end users for them to start taking action. What they'll see is they'll get an email, and we'll show you this in a couple of minutes. That email takes them over into their browser, and their browser then gives them a button that talks back to EBF and says, I want to unenroll from my existing MDM. EBF then uses an API call to the existing MDM to send an unenroll command, and it breaks the connection to the existing MDM. The next thing that happens is that um, that browser is then told, hey, you need to go to the App Store and get hold of the Intune Company Portal. They download the Company Portal app. Once the Company Portal app is on the device, they just do a standard enrollment into Intune, and then they're on, fully managed. Policy then comes down to the device from Intune, and you're a fully managed Intune device. It's really simple. There's nothing to go and deploy on premises in order to make it work. It's a really, really great architecture. One thing I love about it, too, is yep. EBF gives you the ability to understand holistically what is being managed through the existing MDM, mm -hmm. and you can target it in groups. You can start small, get the confidence, and then start to ramp it up. You can do it in bite-sized chunks, if you will, and that's how IT generally likes to roll out capabilities. We're actually going to see that here in a few, min in a few minutes in some of the deployment numbers. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move over to, um, to Nico's uh, PC. Okay, so Nico, you're in the uh, in the EBF onboarder uh, console right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this is a um, into an onboarder. I'm already um, logged in, <coughs> and um, as you can see in this um, project uh, migration project, it's that it's just um, one device in it. And um, when I select this device, I can uh, send an invitation to the user by email by notification or booth. Uh, in this scenario, we are using email. I'm just clicking send. And that's it. <coughs> cool. So, so now, over on your uh, device, on your iPhone, uh, in this case, you probably received that email. Um, mm. We can probably switch over to your iPhone, I think, to, to see that. There we go. That's great. So um, from, this, uh, from this place, let's go and see what the, what the next part of the experience looks like. Yeah, you 
you've got this uh, email and um, there's um, start migration button on it and I'm just clicking it. It loads the uh, landing page, starting the migration. So what's actually happening at this point? You've got a countdown. Presumably there's something going on behind the scenes? Yeah, basically it's just the um, uninvolved uh, request which is sent to the previous MGM system. Cool. Okay. And it's going to take uh, like 30 seconds. I guess that's a, a relatively arbitrary time. You just kind of know that that's about the right time it's going to take. Yeah, you can uh, modify if if, uh, if if you would like, but 30 seconds is like the default. setting the user's expectation about how long it's going to take. I love the fact that it actually like, tells the user, hey, here's how long it's going to take us. Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. pretty neat that we do that. Now the first step is the, the, the unenrollment is uh, done and I um, will redirect to the App Store to download the Intune company portal. We'll point out that 4.2 stars out of, out of 5 is a very good rating for this tool. It is. It's pretty good for a, for a company portal, that's for sure. I think it's only going to get better as well. So now the EBF um, onboarder job is done. It's like uh, the standard um, Intune enrollment. So the user's just entering their regular old email address here um, and their password as well for that, just so that they can authenticate. Um, it's a sign into Intune, so um, obviously it's going to be uh, possible to protect that with multi-factor authentication, conditional access, all of the other goodness that we've got there. Which is actually one of the core things about security. You do want to protect the enrollment of devices with multi-factor authentication. Mm -hmm. So even in the case where an employee had their username and password phished, mm -hmm. they would not be, uh, you know, the, the phisher would not be able to enroll a device without having to pass an MFA, which they would fail. Yeah, so yeah. it actually is a core part of the security posture. Yeah, you're absolutely right, because you're essentially making that device trusted. And now it's just walking you through the standard process here. Exactly. So what does this look like if we, whilst this is finishing the enrollment on the device, do we get some kind of status back inside of the EBF console itself to be seeing these things? Yeah, we got... Um, Let's switch over to the console and take a look. So Nico, I can see that we've got some status down there. Um, what does that actually mean? Is it, I can see that there's a legend button. Does that tell us what the status is? Yeah, the legend button um, tells us about the um, different status we can have um, during this migration. It starts with the user not informed. Um, after we send the invitation, it's like the status we have right now, is um, pending and user informed. And if I reload the page, it changed to successful enrollment uh, um, um, and the mark says it's um, the Intune um, MDM system answered the, that the um, device is um, successful in. What's cool about this is an organization could have, you know, a hundred, could have tens of thousands of devices, and here within the console you'll be able to get that status and see if anyone's having problems. You can see who is, mm -hmm. you know, who is done it, who is not. And what generally people end up doing on this is once they get to a certain percentage of the devices that have been migrated, they start to turn on conditional access to get those last few yeah. uh, to get enrolled. I mean, and one of the things that I love about this as well, I just noticed it in the mouse over um, when you were over the status. The the thing here is it's telling you when the user's been sent to things like the App Store, I think you're even gathering that level of granularity on that user journey all the way through to registration, which is just going to be invaluable for any IT product that's actually running this through with 125,000 users. Yeah, the great part about it is the IT pro can actually track, tra track how it's doing. 
you can start, like we talked about, you know, sending it to 100 users into the first thousand, the first, second 10,000, third 10,000. But it gives you a way in a project kind of a model to migrate your users from the existing MDM into uh, into Intune and EMS and, and Microsoft 365. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Nick, thank you very much for coming onto the show and taking us all the way through um, EBF Onboarder. Um, we'll make sure that the show um, has some details in it on uh, where you can go to get access to um, EBF Onboarder, um, where you can um, go and buy it. Awesome, thank you. Great. Thank, thank you. you very much. You know, so it's been great to see actually how the tool works. Mm -hmm. and, and as Nico talked about, you know, we're, we've actually seen customers use this migrating more than 100,000 devices. Literally, we're seeing millions of devices migrated right now. Let's go take a look at, at actual some examples of large customers that have migrated from one, uh, one existing MDM to another mm -hmm. and actually kind of talk about what we've learned and what we see as people do it. So yeah. let's start with this one. I've thrown up uh, one customer here. This is just one customer. Um, the scale is kind of interesting. Uh, and I just said we got up to 500,000 there. Yeah, the, the, the tick marks on the right-hand side here are in 50,000 device increments. And so this is a very, oh. very large customer. The blue line is their uh, enrolled MDM devices, and the orange line is what we call MAM-protected users. In a MAM world, you assign MAM policy to users, and then those policies get applied on any device that the user logs in on. Mm -hmm. But take a look here. In this particular organization, you know, starting in May through you know, August, they, uh, they migrated well over 100,000 devices, and just a very, very steady rate. If you actually were to go yeah. into that, you could see week by week, they were doing you know, seven, 8,000 each week during that, during that time frame. Um, one of the great things about this particular organization is I've talked with their CIO is the satisfaction and the level of feedback that the users have now that they're using Microsoft 365. You know, they've got Outlook and they've got Word, Excel, PowerPoint, all being protected by EMS. Their users are delighted with this modern workplace. Yeah, and these users are protected in a enrolled and unenrolled. Yeah, workplace. so Simon, you know, so cool. we have that massive, massive spike up of orange here. What was that? Uh, that was when they turned on conditional access. This point here is turning on CA for uh, the Office apps to require that in order to access Exchange, you've got to be using Outlook. In order to be able to access SharePoint, you've got to be using the OneDrive or the SharePoint app. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Like, it's, an, it's almost overnight, the, uh, the speed that that actually occurs. That's the first example. Let's look, let's look at another yeah. one. Yeah, this is another customer. Um, we want to prove that these aren't just you know, one-offs. Yeah, and this one, this organization decided to migrate their devices from an existing MDM to another one. You take a look here, they're, they're, uh, they're about at 175, 180,000 devices right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they applied MAM afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Actually, what we often see when people are migrating from one MDM to us is they start with MAM and then they, they add MDM after. Mm -hmm. But just you can see steady state, and what this was is this is a very large uh, global organization, and they would kind of go country by country, and that's actually the steps that you see as they uh, added country by country as they yeah. did the migration. And you can very clearly see with the MAM numbers here when they turn on CA, um, two big countries. Two, two big populations, three exactly. Three big uh, countries that they turned on where they've got lots of users. You can also see this very, very steady um, upward growth uh, on their MDM enrollment. Uh, now, I tell you, as, as an engineer, I look at these, and these are almost like Picassos. Yeah, they really, really are. And <laughs> up and up, to the right. Up and to the right. It's the, it's the way these things need to go. And then take a look at one other one here. You know, this is an organization that, that is right in the middle of their, of their migration right now. And you can see that they're, they're well up over 70,000 devices now. Very, very steady. Take a look at that. It's just a very, very steady. They're a little slower than the other organization. Again, this is a very large organization. It's an organization that is, that is, in, you know, is, is in an IT. But you can see midway through their, uh, through their MDM deployment, they turned on MAM for all their users. And actually, this is actually one of the world's largest users of Outlook on Android specifically yep. uh, in the world. Yeah. It's... I mean, it's just phenomenal when you see these, this, this kind of uptake here. And you can actually see that during this time here, they were being very methodical about the, um, the work that they were doing, doing a nice POC, 
really getting there. But even at this point, this is a POC for this organization. Um, but they're still into the... Five, the POC was 5,000 yeah, devices. Yeah. It, it's not a, small, yeah. not a small effort for them to go through that POC. Um, and, and a level of, um, uh, of trust that they... Yeah, and a little built. more context. That November through, um, through July, I was having monthly phone calls with all the leadership of the team as we were you know, taking incredible amounts of feedback and learning along with. One of the things I love about the way that we've been able to work closely with organizations like this is it's just such a learning experience for all of us. Yeah. Let me talk about one of them we actually didn't put up on the chart, but there's another organization that migrated from an existing MDM. Um, and before they migrated, they were, they were managing 21,000 devices through the existing MDM. They're now managing 42,000 through, uh, through Intune. Cool part about this is the calls to the help desk have dropped in half, mm -hmm. even though they're managing double the number of devices. Yeah. And again, nice. net satisfaction, the, the satisfaction of the users is just off the chart positive with the experience. And that's all about creating that modern work experience that users want and that they need and they require and they expect. Yeah, it's, uh, it is meeting people's expectations. That is what M365... Exceeding expectations. You're right. It's about exceeding the expectations. Yeah. That is what, what uh, M365 really is all about. Um, making a solution which is loved by users and trusted by IT. Well, I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Thank you very much for watching the show. Um, you will see us next time on the Endpoint Zone. See ya.